Hi, it's Kasha McDaniel, and I am a home stager decorator, and you're listening to the Creative Home Podcast, where I talk about staging and decorating and all things associated with your home. So take a listen. Good morning and a happy Monday to those of you listening on a Monday. Um, Sometimes Mondays can be a little crazy, a little rough. And this Monday is no exception. It started off with snow falling again, and it's still April. (laughs) I'm like, oh my gosh, really? (sighs) Yeah, I know. So, and you just kind of want to just hide in your bedroom and just pull the covers over and just go back to sleep, right? Yeah. Me too, I know, but I'm here with you guys instead. Um, And no, I'm not sitting in my bed with the covers over my head, although I wish I could, although I am drinking some hot tea this morning because it's just one of those days. But we are gonna talk about bedrooms today. And I'm happy to say and so proud that I was actually featured in Realtor.com. An article came out uh, April 5th um, that I just found out that I was in um, because I submitted some information they wanted to write this article and it was on the best bedroom improvement projects based on how much time you have. So I sent in um, my things and basically they have it divided up by different time hacks. Like if you have five minutes, you have half an hour, if you have an hour, three hours, two days, a weekend, whatever it is, you know. So that was kind of neat to see how much you can actually get done in the time that you want, right? So that's what I want to share with you. Not... um, what they have, although I'll put the link to that article so you can read it too. Um, So I did more kind of um, home improvement slash home staging input um, and they took mine. Um, So what I want to share with you is that part of the more staging versus improvement, although you can take a look and see what things you can do to improve your bedroom. So if you only have five minutes um, to improve the look of a bedroom, let me share a couple of things that I sent in that they used. Um, basically, it was you know your bedroom is supposed to be your sanctuary. So if you keep it cl- decluttered and cleaned up and everything else, you know there's certain things that you can do to make it better. So I said, well, removing clutter on your nightstand, around the bed, and changing out burnt out light bulbs because sometimes we may have some recessed lighting in there or a fan with a light kit or lamps. You know what I mean? Changing out those burnt light bulbs, you can do those in five minutes, right? And then dusting, you know? So dusting around the bedroom. That can get you done in five minutes, okay? So just a decluttering, quick quick thing just on the nightstand, right? That's enough to kind of get you go, oh, well, that looks so much better, right? In 30 minutes, you can remove more clutter, right? Like around, like, you know, put away the laundry, um, if you have, you know, toys, books, maybe the kids brought in their stuff with them when they came into your bedroom and hopped into your bed, right? Because it's snowing out and they don't want to go anywhere either. Yeah. Um, so other excess items that don't belong there. Um, hanging wall art, you know, just putting some art over your bed, right? That's something that you can easily do. And wall art can range from like 30 bucks to 60 bucks, depending on what you get, whether it's a big canvas print whether it's metal art, um, whether you have your own prints, you know, your gallery type of thing. Um, so that's something you can do in 30 minutes. Clear off everything from the floor and remove heavy and outdated drapes, okay? So those are the things you can do. Um, what they mentioned for 30 minutes, um, uh, basically tired, outdated, or dinged up hardware in your room. 
okay, that's kind of a little too much detail, but that's if you're going to be living in, you know, you're going to be living in your home for a while and you have, like, maybe you have some brass door handles or brass, like, you know, the old, old brass kite, you know, um, door hinges. That'll take more than half an hour just to replace out those types of things. But door handles, um, maybe you want to use a paddle versus a knob, you know, those kinds of things. So those can change out or like switches, light switch out the covers, you know, those can be easily replaced, right? So if you have an hour, you can still do all the other stuff that I mentioned and then remove all items from under the bed, remove excess furniture, you know, those types of things. Clean up, clean off marks on the wall with magic eraser. Yeah, we, you'll have that, especially around the bed area. If you, if you have like a metal bed frame, um, when you pull it back away from the wall, you realize, oh gosh, yeah, that's, that's all scraped up there. You know, touch up paint, or maybe if the nightstand is doing that, um, there'll be random marks, you know, on the walls that you can clean that up. If you have three hours, what I would recommend is you patch up holes in the wall. So maybe you try to hang up some pictures, it just didn't go there, um, it just doesn't work out, then yeah, patch up those holes, you can change those out. You can change out a light fixture or a fan in three hours. So maybe you have a dated fan or what I call those boob lights on the ceiling. Um, and you could also wash windows. Um, those you can hire out or do yourself and rearrange furniture, you know, once you've gotten, you know, stuff taken out, right? Maybe sometimes you need to move a chair in there or move the bed around to a different wall, right? And in two days, um, you can paint a room. I've done it. You can do it, um, especially a master bedroom. Um, so that's like 40 bucks a gallon for a gallon of paint, right? You can also look around, go shopping for new bedding, right? For, um, sometimes it's easier just to get a bed in a bag, like a nice, you know, comforter that comes with the sheets and the pillows. So you don't have to, you know, guess, or if you want to just go with just white, you know, things and then add colorful pillows. Okay. So that's an, a thing you can do. You can also go look for a new rug that will add color to your room. Um, and then maybe if you, especially if you have wood floors in your um, bedroom, if you don't have carpeting, you know, put in a nice rug that you can, you know, get up to in the morning, you know, put your feet on, it's nice and warm, right? And also then to the, over the weekend, you can also clean out your closet to donate clothes that no longer fit or no long, you no longer want or want, you know, move with, right? So those are just a couple of things. Um, I'm going to say 10 things, but I'm sure there's more in there that I mentioned. Um, but go ahead and take a look at the article. If you're looking to imp do a Bregman improvement, um, they also mentioned drapes in there. One thing I didn't think about um, was crown molding, installing decorative crown molding. I'm not so sure that really goes with every price point of a home. Um, Definitely not in like a you know a hundred thousand two hundred thousand dollar house, maybe a three hundred thousand four hundred thousand and above. You can do that definitely. Um, and they mention a couple of different styles and the most popular types of um, crown molding. So um, take a look at that if that's something you're interested in. Um, we had that option when we were building our house to put crown molding in, and because of the layout of our house, um, it's an open floor plan and it's a two story open living room. It would have been awkward to put it in like the lower level and not put it on the higher level where you can see it. It just, because it's an open two-story floor plan like that, it would have been, if I just put it in the dining room, 
the dining room has a nine-foot ceiling, but then next to it is a two-story foyer, a two-story living room, and then the kitchen is the same you know, height level, nine feet, as the dining room. But it just would have... It, yeah, it would have looked awkward. So, but in a bedroom, you don't see that normally from another room. You can definitely add crown molding to your home if that's something, an improvement that you want to do um, and, you know, add to your space, okay, um, to kind of make it a little more classy, right? Um, and then another thing they mentioned was adding storage space. So things like floating shelves or a built-in bookshelf um, or rework in a closet. So... Those types of things, especially a closet, you know, those will definitely bring you back, not only just to you, but bring you back money when you come and sell the house. If you have more of a custom closet, um, and we've talked about that in previous episodes um, here on a podcast about custom shelving and um, what types and what room and things like that. So if you go back, I'm going to look at, see if I can find my episode number so you can refer back to that one. If you're interested in, you know, updating just something for your closet, um, we talked about it in episode 130, 130, Customize Your Closet Shelving. Um, that's another great way to do a bedroom improvement project because um, maybe you have one of those closets that have just, you know, the typical one rod and one shelf, and that's it. And it's like, really, a single hang? I'm like, I'd love to have a double hang and maybe some, you know, shelves that I can put, you know, folded sweaters on or something, whatever, you know? Um, so yeah, so take a listen to that episode, 130, so that you can um, get some ideas and inspiration there for any bedroom improvements for you. And speaking of bedroom or improvements or anything like that, if you need some help staging your house, um, I have a free um, ebook that you can download. It's called 10 Things Every Homeowner Should Do Before Selling Their House, and that'll give you more ideas on other things other than the bedroom that you can focus on that can help you get your house sold faster. So take a look. I'll put the link in the show notes there as well. And for your German tidbit of the day, um, it's funny. Driving around here is it, different than um, driving in the States, um, especially when it comes to the right-of-way. Um, you're probably going to laugh at this and just go, what? No. How does that work? Um, so when you come, especially in a small like neighborhood, not necessarily on main streets, but in a neighborhood, you come to a section where two streets cross each other, like a, a cross, cross street, right? So you got a four streets, four, you know, ways people of traffic can come in right, at you, right? So you're coming down the street and there's no stop sign. There are very few, if any, stop signs in Germany, okay? They, it's a yield, basically. But what it is also, there's, and there's no yield sign either. It's just a little hash mark painted on the, on the road um, to let you know how far you should go out to kind of creep out to kind of see if anyone's coming and then keep on going. Most of the time, German drivers will just go. Just, they're not going to stop at a, you know, at a street where it meets another street. They just go. It, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but what it really is, is if you look to your right and there's no car coming from your right side, you can cross through. The person on your left should yield to you. So if there's a car coming from your left, they're the ones that have to stop. You have the right of way and you can go. So what I find myself lately, normally I look left and right before, you know, crossing a street and going across. Um, but now I find myself, I'm just looking to the right. Is there a car on my right? Nope. Oh, I can go. So the person on your left if they hit you, they're the ones in the wrong, 
And yeah, they're the ones that would get the ticket and all that stuff because you had the right away. You were on the right, on their right. So yeah, it's crazy. And the other thing is, say there's three cars coming from my right. I have to wait for all three of those cars to go before I can go. It's not an alternative like zipper, like I go, you go, I go, you go. No, 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 no. It's everyone from the right has the right of way. They go first, then you get to go. So yeah, I know, crazy, right? <laughs> so if you ever happen to find yourself driving around and you're kind of wondering what in the world these crazy people doing, why didn't they let me through? Yeah, that's, that's the German, that's the right of way. That's how they do it here. And I think they even do it in like places like France too and other things. So yeah, so just be careful when you're driving around in Europe, just so you know. Be, you know, refresh yourself on some of those because the international driver's license, while they give that to you, you know, from AAA and whatnot, they don't tell you any of those kinds of things. You kind of have to find that out on your own. They just give you the license. They don't, there's no test. They just go, oh, money, picture. Okay, done. That's it. They don't tell you anything. So yeah. So just so you know, I hope you guys have a fantastic day, an even fabulous week because it's April and it should be beautiful and spring. And I know pollen is just probably just rate going crazy in North Carolina. Um, here it's just snowing again. <sighs> anyway, I hope you guys have a fantastic week. We'll talk to you tomorrow.